You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Well, then let's take that journey into mystery. We are talking about the Black Panther of the MCU. And uh, I mean, obviously, this could be a sore subject for a lot of people with uh, the sudden passing of Chadwick Boseman a couple weeks ago. Uh, did Was it lethargic at all for you to, to watch this movie, to rewatch this movie? I think it was more cathartic than lethargic. Did I, did I use the wrong word? Yeah, you said you said lethargic. My bad. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, but it was it was nice because he he did amazing in this movie, and he's been awesome the the previous time we saw him as Black Panther, like the first time we saw him in Civil War as well. But it was great to see him at the forefront, like manning the helm of a of his own movie and just absolutely knocking it out of the park. And I mean written and directed by Ryan Coogler like making such great movies before we got to this point Fruitvale Station is such a good movie like it's it's awesome awesome to see uh, Coogler making this movie making making that step to huge franchise film uh, we get Creed after this I believe which once again another great movie was mm-hmm. yeah Creed was was Creed before this or after this, actually? Uh, keep your train of thought going. I'll Google. So I, I, I just, I loved, I loved everything about this. And rewatching this movie, it just made me remember how much this movie is so good. Like, you get to the, the scene in, in, uh, in South Korea. Like, that whole set piece is just, from fantastic. beginning to the end, yeah, fantastic. It's 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 filmed well. The characters are all moving, and 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 so much is just happening. But then also, the storyline is tight. Like you're getting the further introduction into Everett Ross. You're getting such a great performance from uh, oh man, Andy Serkis as Claw. Like that's going to be a whole conversation in and of itself. <laughs> just talking about Andy Serkis here in a little bit. Um, I googled it. Malfoy confirmed in chat. Uh, Creed was before Black Panther. It was uh, 2015-2016. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. 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 Um. So yeah, it, obviously, um, Michael B. Jordan is is such a uh big part of Ryan Coogler's filmmaking at this point. Like it it, it makes sense that he would bring him into uh this movie. And and to have him play Killmonger, like to be such a almost flawed hero, but also you know relatable villain, like at both times. Like I definitely have my opinions on 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 uh, Killmonger and his his villainy. Uh, a lot, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about how you know is he the villain? Is he doing the wrong thing? I still think yes. Like he's he's going in there and he is making some people believe that he is doing the right thing for Wakanda when actuality he wants all of Wakanda to just burn. And it's if his plan had gone through, it would not have been good for them. Yeah, I I want to say that he was trying to do the right thing the wrong way. I mean, the result of Yes, opening up our borders and telling people that we exist and helping those that we can help is a good thing. But that's not exactly the way like he's going about it. He's like, yeah. I'm going to pick a fight with everybody and and expose us. So now everybody is going to know they need to come attack us. Like that his the the end result of his end game is is Wakanda being destroyed by the world's powers coming and destroying it even with all their technology. Mhm. Like, you have all the technology. You are the technological marvel of the world at the moment, but that still doesn't mean that you can fight the whole world at the same time. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. And uh, Malfoy agrees. He says that uh, the South Korea scene is the best part of the movie, in his opinion. Um, <clears throat> I love that whole scene. I love Andy Serkis's claw. Martin Freeman with an American accent breaks my mind. Um, <laughs> just, just to know that both uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Martin Freeman, who are you know Sherlock and Ho- or Sherlock Holmes and uh, John Watson, are doing American accents in MCU movies is just it's wrong and right on so many different it's, levels. I'm okay with it because both of their characters are fantastic and they both do great jobs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. It's it's kind of a a sticker shock, so to speak. And when you see um, Martin Freeman's character for the first time in uh, civil war and he's doing his American accent, but like this one, you get used to it, I guess. Yeah. And I, I got real used to it real quick. Like it only like it was, it was jarring the first, like, like two or three times he talked. (laughs) And then I was like, Oh, no, nah, that's fine. Whatever. He looks American. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. It's fine. Um so do do we want to do we want to talk about the obvious thing we need to talk about first or we want to save that for later? Oh, if it's the obvious, let's talk about the obvious. Okay. Cuz like we hit on it already with the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. Mhm. Like I don't think anybody saw that coming and it was bizarre is not the right word, but it was just one of those things. It's the, one of the only times that somebody has been like, Oh, like a celebrity died. And I, and I don't instantly just go, no. Yeah. Like, and I, that, that, that was my response. Like you're, you're memeing. like Reddit is on something right now. Like, uh, uh-uh, that's not real. Like, I, th- I think I saw your tweet is how I found out about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, that's yeah. how I found about it too. Like a friend of mine who works in news still, like she tweeted out that you know that he had passed, and I, I mean, I immediately went to go look it up, and sure enough, people were reporting it, and it's, it's, it, it was honestly just gut wrenching. It was, it's, it, you can't believe that something would happen, like something like that happens to someone so young and and in the prime. For real, like absolutely in their prime, and so, it's like wow. <laughs> I, I don't really have words for it, but I felt like we needed to say something I mean, directly about it. Yeah, and and just to see, you know, all the stuff that came out after after his passing about how you know he was he was making all those trips to uh, children's cancer hospitals and cancer children cancer wards and stuff like that to give them hope and inspiration when he knew that he was going through very similar circumstances and. And having to to be that brave face in front of the cameras and and keeping it all to himself, like obviously he probably had his close circle, his family that knew and stuff like that. But it's it's still he uh, for a person that has to live in the spotlight and 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 be you know uh, secretive about uh, such a big thing is couldn't have been easy. Absolutely. I'm looking through his IMDb right now, looking at like the just madhouse of work that he put in in those four years that like of, of his diagnosis and the the sheer just drive behind the like w- what he was doing. I don't understand how like I, I cannot comprehend how he was able to just push, 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 push like he did on top of in black panther in his role as black panther doing a lot of his own stunts yeah yeah i mean (laughs) like they had to have filmed captain america in 2000 like the end of 2015 right because it came out it came out 2016 2016 yeah so i mean they had to he had to right after filming black panther being or being black panther for the first time is when he gets his diagnosis then he asked to go and do film black panther like knowing that's what he's you know that's what he's going through and it's it, it's it's disheartening like it's just it hurts to think about and uh I, I mean obviously that was that was the breakout like i'm 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 black panther i'm part of the mcu he i imagine roles were just coming at him like 
nobody's business and and money was being thrown at him like hey here's you, you know here's all this and that and he still managed to like he picked roles that that made him i would assume make him proud because there wasn't any uh derogatory ter- uh roles in in his career after that you know what i mean like it was it it, it was just it's all leading man and and uh not second fiddle i guess is a way to put it yeah like he uh so black panther comes out in 2018 and the next credits he has are infinity war and then end game so 2018 2019 straight into 21 bridges Mm -hmm. and then i haven't seen to five bloods but he's credited in that he is. He's, he's. He's. It's got. It's a small role, and you can, okay. s- you can see him very thin in that movie too. But like he, the twelve bridge, the in the name of the king is somewhere in there, right? Or it's some or something like that. Or is that um, not before Black Panther, is it? It's not. Let me see. Name of the king. I don't see it in his filmography on or IMDb. Paul king or something it's something king in there it's it was oh, a Netflix. message from the king message from the king thank you that was in 2016 okay so yeah, around yeah. the same time he was being black panther right yeah so it's uh on the imdb page it's captain america civil war then message from the king and so on yeah so it's 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 sad and and i think every i, I I don't think there's anybody that's been to say anything worse or say anything bad about him yet. So, uh, it seems like everybody pretty much was like, Oh, that's, that's at the very least, that's unfortunate. Like it's, it's terrible that that happened now Mm -hmm. getting into this movie. (laughs) Now, now for the fun stuff, the, the, the heavy part is over now for the fun stuff. (laughs) Uh, just, yeah. Getting to rewatch this movie right now was just so good because, it reminded me how much I loved every character. Like there's the scene between Okoye and, and Nakia right after um, Killmonger becomes King of Wakanda. And it's one of the best scenes and so well acted that I was blown away by the two of them because they're in that, that corridor and you know, they, she, Nakia is like, okay, let's go. We're going to go, we're going to go overthrow this King. And she's like, I can't, I'm, I I'm beholden to the throne. Like I work, I'm, I'm a guard to the King. Like this is my job and I'm not going to go against it just because I didn't like the outcome. Like it's, it's very poignant. Like what do you do in that situation? I liked the line because it, it just goes to show like the, the alignments of the characters pretty well of our King was murdered in ritual combat. Like, (laughs) it sucks. I'm not happy about it. I'm actually really upset, but there's nothing I can do. It's 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 the rules, yeah. This is the way it goes, and it's like, (laughs) oh dang! Like that's that speaks volumes for both people in that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And then Nakia, or yeah, Nakia has to get gets the same like kind of thing thrown back in her face when they go and see Mbaku, and they're like. Well, you know, he he was uh, dethroned or whatever by uh, somebody, and he's like, "Well, was it an unfair fight?" And they're like, "No, it was fair." He's like, "Well, it doesn't sound like uh, there's it any sound like a murder. It sounds like he just got beaten." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, by your rules, that means the guy won properly, like kind of thing. Because they even make a big deal at the beginning. The fight only stops when someone yields or dies. Yeah. So. And I mean, I mean, once again, technically, <laughs> when T'Challa comes back, he's like, "I never yielded, and obviously, I didn't die." So <laughs> it's your I fault. Mean, like it was over. The technicalities. <laughs> I would say getting thrown off a waterfall <laughs> is yielding. Yes, very, very true. <laughs> um, I want to touch on it now because I don't want to have to wait till the end of it. I'm upset with this movie in such a minute way, but in a way that is on brand for me to be upset with this movie. Okay. We lose claw. Yep. And Killmonger. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
Yeah. What? However, (laughs) when we get to the, like, where can these people show up later? I have something for Killmonger. Okay, because I love Michael B. Jordan's performance in this movie. Yes, so good. I want more Killmonger. Yes. That's, like, this time around, I'm not upset that they that they got rid of a villain just because I uh, you you like messed up any potential story that you had down the line that he would have been really good for. This time it was like, no, that was a great performance, and I just want to see more of that. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> he is he is so good in this role, and it makes you believe in his character. Like he's he's doing all the bad things, but you're just like, it makes sense. Like it it's so on character like it's so good yeah and i don't know the the movie was just written incredibly well for killmonger to show up and be like nah i'm blood to the throat like i have a claim to the throne and then you get (laughs) t'challa all like beat up about it like wait hold up this could have been solved if my dad had just brought the kid home yeah if he would have just treated him like family, like he should have in the first place, like he should have in the first place, all of this could have been avoided. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the the arc that he has right with his father, like because when mm. when at the beginning of the movie, it's my dad has died, and which we saw in Civil War, and it's uh, you know I loved him so much. He he never did anything wrong. He was a great king. He was his amazing father, but then he gets his eyes opened just a little bit. Like, I'm not saying that he wasn't a great father and he wasn't an amazing King, but he did do something wrong at one point and he gets his eyes open. So it's, I think that takes away that, that how can I live up to my father as the King? Like, how can I be a King like that? When you find out that, yeah, he made mistakes and he made a really big mistake. So I have to make my own way. I have to do this King thing my way. And I, you know, obviously that's, that's his arc. That's, that's his, you know, finding his way kind of uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Andy Circus, though. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, when you th- think of Andy Circus, like, I honestly always just think of Andy Circus as a uh, pre Gollum Schmeagol like mm-hmm. side. Like, he's yeah. so thin in those Lord of the Rings movies. But now, like, he is so buff. <laughs> the MCU, it does it to people, man. It really does. I mean, it's all that, you know, running around uh, in mocap as a as a as an ape, probably, too. <laughs> like, he does amazing. The the CGI for his um, like, like his vibranium arm. Yeah. Is awesome. Uh-huh. Like, um, what is it in the South Korea scene where I'm spacing on names? Martin Freeman is like a big posse. Like, well, you got a you got a mixtape coming out, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I can get you the SoundCloud link." Perfect. He's the most like devil may care. I'm just in it for the money, and I don't give anything about anything. <laughs> kind of villain, and he's the kind of chaos that we needed. Yes, exactly. Yes, it, everybody else is thought out and meticulous and has like a point and he's just like, I don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not one that's intelligent enough for these kind of connections, I guess, because I don't usually pick up on them. But with like the blatant one of of uh Shiri talking to Everett Ross being like, "Don't sneak up on me like that colonizer," you know, kind of Mm-hmm. Uh, dialogue is Ryan Coogler making the same like kind of uh, statement when you have Claw have his own uh, rap album like on SoundCloud like kind of like the white person taking over black culture or trying to do black culture kind of thing maybe I took it as more of a everybody has a SoundCloud I guess why I, wouldn't Claw have a SoundCloud? <laughs> like, like what? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> of course, this weird eccentric, like South African, in, <laughs> South African international criminal, yeah, be like, eh, I'm gonna make a rap album. Here we go. 
And uh, Malfoy just put in chat that apparently he actually wrote all those songs. Like he has a mixtape as well. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. And that's fantastic. I I kind of love that. What do you what do you think of of their initial plan of robbing the the museum? Like it obviously it goes off without a hitch and it and that's our introduction to Michael B Jordan's character. I it, once again another scene that's just filmed so well and do, it does such a great job of telling us like the heavy work of telling us who Killmonger is. I thought that that was a great way to introduce him as a character. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the uh, the whole thing of like we're gonna go and I'm gonna ask to talk to the expert just so I can prove them wrong and <laughs> then we'll kill them <laughs> and then we'll take what I'm here for. Um, the reveal that he's working with Claw in that scene is great because again, if you're if you're just coming into the MCU at Black Panther, you see him and you're like, I don't know who that is, but obviously he's somebody important. But if you've been watching this whole time and you like keep your names about you, your faces about you, you're like, hold on. <laughs> we saw him in Ultron and he was bad news in Ultron. Yep. <laughs> right. So then you're just like, okay, this is bigger than we thought. And I just, beautiful plan mm-hmm. expertly executed and 10 out of 10 would heist again <laughs> i mean i love the 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 connection like the whole vibranium he stole vibranium from wakanda and we we learned about that in in age of ultron all that vibranium that he stole was then used to make ultron and now we we see that like the repercussions of him stealing all that vibranium uh, before Age of Ultron was uh, D- Daniel Kaluuya's character's father was killed. You know, people were uh, definitely injured at the very least when he came in. Like, I kind of want to know that story. Like, what? how did he get in? How, you know, how did he get past the defenses? How did he end up stealing everything, stealing the vibranium that he did steal? And, you know, it making the world think that that was the only vibranium in the world when Wakanda actually has all kinds of it. <laughs> yeah. And I think I figured out where you want to see people in the future, but I don't want to take your thunder because if that's what I'm thinking, that'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, one thing that really ticked me off about this movie uh, is a thing. And it's a thing that happens in a lot of uh, movies, especially when there's a hero and, and, and something has to happen to them where uh, someone close to them back uh, backstabs them or stabs them in the back. Um, communication. So Daniel Kaluuya's character comes up to him and is like, "Hey, you, you, so you got Claw, right? You you got him and you brought him back, and we're, he's going to pay for his crimes." And he's like, "T'Challa's like, ah, oh, he slipped through my fingers." It's like, no, no, like you had him. Some some other dude came and blew up the place that you were at and stole him, like broke him out like why not say all that but no you just put oh he slipped through my fingers as if like you fucked up like kind of thing yeah don't be cute about it just straight up hey we had him but then we got exploded and uh evans almost died like (laughs) the only reason he's alive is because i put a bead in his back (laughs) and then like later on when killmonger shows up with the dead body of uh claw maybe Daniel Kulia's character isn't like, oh wait, did you are you the one that actually stole the stole him away from our guy? From you know, kind of thing. He doesn't back Killmonger at the the meeting of the families or the tribes or whatever. Yeah, and that whole scene, I felt like people were real quick to to jump on to jump on the Killmonger the Killmonger bandwagon. Well, you know what that is, right? everybody likes to to see the tea spilled <laughs> like i mean yeah <laughs> but like it's just so quick where it's like yo we just got a new king <laughs> and then this guy's gonna roll in here and be like mm, i have claim to the throne though and you've never met him <laughs> ever i mean he had and the then, 
He had he had the, he had the names. He had the he had the ring. That's it. That's all you needed. He had the receipts. You have the receipts, but the, is there not more of a vetting process? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. You come is in. Not- you say I got I got this proof that I'm related, and I know the names that I need to know. Thus, I am the long lost heir. <laughs> but are even then he's. He's the nephew of of the previous king. There's no like True. unless there's a different means of how succession works. Because obviously, that- I know nothing about like how the culture or the hierarchy is set up. Right. But like you're you're the nephew. You don't so, have direct claim. Well, I think you might because it doesn't sound like it goes off of firstborn or not. Because he described uh, T'Challa describes it as having uh, that he saw a man who had his grandfather's ring, so which matched the one that he had. So the two rings came from the grandfather, not from T'Chaka, T'Challa's father. So I'm guessing at one point, T'Chaka and his brother fought it out for, the, for, for being king and Black Panther, and T'Chaka's brothers do, or did not win. And so now the the line the lineage still is there that he his son could also challenge for it because you're allowed to have any one of the seven tribes can challenge him on challenge day but since he wasn't around he he's taking his opportunity now you missed challenge day bud sorry <laughs> like yes it's not explained well but <laughs> you have to make some leaps but i think i think there's it's 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 there in the the background of like how it could work how is that not the answer of like i'm here to exercise my blood right dude that was like two weeks ago <laughs> you have to wait till next challenge day i'm sorry <laughs> yeah like I'm okay with that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine him just like hanging around for another, for just under a year to be like, I'm going, I'm going to challenge you. I hope you know this. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> like there's the gym, dude. Work out all you want. Get ripped. Get ready for this fight. Do, do your thing. I mean, I'll see you not- in a year. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I love the fact that it sets up how the challenge works with challenge day and Mbaku. Like I forgot to say, that's one of my favorite scenes also like the, uh, the mountain tribe coming in and just doing his whole thing. And Mbaku being like, we have been watching from the mountain. A <laughs> <laughs> little speech of like how T'Challa is not worthy. And they're letting some young girl, just, you know, pervert all their technology and stuff like that. And, and then later on, when he's like, I will feed you to my children. Just joking. They're vegetarian. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very possible. And a lot of big bodybuilders do completely vegan like uh, diets to get to that size. But to Mbaku is a huge <laughs> dude. Right. Uh, so catching up on chat here because... Uh, Malfoy's been busy typing. Has he now? Uh, <laughs> just recently. Um, so going back to the miscommunication part where he, uh, he slipped through my hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malfoy says he didn't want to present an excuse. He's the king. His responsibility for losing Claw is really the only thing that matters, I think. I get that. And I understand that's probably what, what he was doing. He's like, he's taking responsibility. He's like, it's not an excuse. But also give a true telling of what happened. You don't have to be like, it's not my fault. Just be like, Hey, this other dude came in and, and like blew the place up and I was taking care of everybody else. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then he, uh, Malfoy completely agreed with you on how the, the blood challenge works. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank, uh, you. Thank you. Malfoy. Yeah. Then he chimed in with, but he's the son of a betrayed prince exception for sure. That's fair. But so like if, if he shows point, up like because he kills him. He kills him right there. Like it's not I he doesn't tell everybody else like what exactly happened. And the only one who really knows is Zuri, right? So I don't yeah. know. But even then Zuri says something at the waterfall about like like I'm the one who was responsible for getting your dad killed. 
I should die. Yeah, because he was reporting back to to Chaka yeah. all about his uh his wrongdoings. Um then it like directly in chat here and I'll get back around to what Malfoy just recently po- uh recently said. Um there's lots of love for Mbaku. Um, so good. So good. Both both Pep and Malfoy are like this dude's dope. <laughs> and then uh Malfoy hit us with the quote from the movie, I found Panther Claws in my daddy's chest. Yeah, he he does say that. And that's what I'm saying is that since he ends up killing him right there and then like there's no trial and I'm sure it's it they're a civilized culture. They they have some type of system like that. It's just straight up I'm the king, I get to execute kind of thing. Um because he was saying you're gonna return home and you're gonna face the council and admit your crimes. Right. But so there has to be some sort of something. Yeah. So he doesn't he he obviously didn't reveal everything. He kept the fact that there was a son out there. So it's it's it that that's the part where it's just it's I, I don't know where my suspension of disbelief should be. I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it all boils down to the fact that you just have to realize that his his father wasn't flawless. He wasn't mm-hmm. perfect. Like though he wasn't he wasn't the high on that pedestal that uh, T'Challa always had him. That makes like that that makes sense. I'm mm-hmm. here for that. Yeah. Who do we else do we get? We 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 get a whole slew of characters in this. Yeah, like we get a whole slew <laughs> of of new characters in this movie. We get we have uh we have Okoye. Um obviously his bodyguard, the uh, the general that that is in part which also at the end of the movie between uh Okoye and uh Daniel Kuya's character who are married like how does this is that marriage gonna last is that gonna are they still together i don't i don't think so i mean that's that's he she's like yeah for wakanda i will kill you like yeah and i don't think that marriage lasts and i think she gets the rhino in the divorce (laughs) i mean the rhino loved her so it's yeah did you see like this is the first time i ever saw it too but when she jumps in front of Umbaku, who's about to get hit by the rhino, like Umbaku is literally cowering that a rhino is about to hit him, which is fair because a rhino yeah. is about to hit him. But yeah. but it stops just in time to lick her face, and I, I I just the face you see on Umbaku is priceless. Like it's He's so like, well, I'm dead for a second. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is how I die. <laughs> which I've lived I lived a good mountain life. Do you think when the tribes are fighting each other that they actually end up killing each other? Like, I, I don't doubt that there's major injury, but they know that they're fighting amongst themselves. Do they pull their, their punches or not go for for death blows? I think that maybe the border tribe might be. Okay, but I don't think the I don't think the the King's Guard are uh, the Dora Milaje. Yeah, yeah, I I don't think that they're necessarily pulling punches because I mean like this is what they this is their job. Yeah, it's it is their job, but it's like you can see that they're using the the blunt end of the staff as as opposed to the pointy end of the staff most of the time. Fair. Or the pointy end of the spear. Sorry. Uh, I I just think that like it's it's like in it's 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 Natasha and Clint fighting in Civil War. The two of them are fighting. <laughs> You're pulling your punches. They're pulling their punches. Yeah, exactly. They're they're not like it's to the point where Clint's like, "Hey, we're still friends after this, right?" And she's like, "What well, depends on how hard you hit me." Like the two, like, <laughs> it's serious business here. You have two warring sides of one thing, but you know that in the end, you still have to be. Uh, neighbors with these people and it, especially for Okoye and her husband like they still have to be a loving couple and by all accounts before this they've loved each other quite a bit mm-hmm. I don't know that's 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 a, a rough question which brings me to my next point I think this movie deserved an R rating ooh okay 
I mean, I think this movie would never do that, but okay. No, I think it would have benefited from being an R rating where we could have gotten blood. Hmm. We could have gotten like, like that kind of like, there needed to, there needed to feel like there was consequences to the fight. True. Like, you know what I mean? Like right now it was just kind of like, like Power Rangers fighting. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of just bodies being flung around, but no aftermath. Yeah. I think that even if it's not an R rating, just figure out how to get us like, I don't need anything gratuitous, but I need something to prove that, that there's damage being done here. Well, I don't doubt that the, the ships that Everett Ross shot out of the sky, those people had to have died. Like, they don't. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) ejector seats, but like, we don't see that those, those ships go down. So yeah, I'm sure those people ended up passing. Now, that's uh, another thing I forgot in the... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go, go, go. I was going to go with the... In this one, like, the in, in this fight scene, the, the in-fight scene in particular, it all seems very controlled, and, and you know, the whole... Everybody, you know, in the city, so to... Or, yeah, in Wakanda are fighting each other at this point, but you go back to the South Korea scene, like, when he takes out um, Claw's wheel and the the SUV goes flipping through like what essentially is a bazaar or, you know, a, a, a little strip mall or whatever. Like people died. How do you not? Yeah. How is it that T'Challa does not think, Oh, that was a mistake. Like people were in the way, like that was a heavily populated area that a car just went flying into at 90 miles per hour. Yeah. And does chasing claw, fall under the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's a like that's a thing. Like is the Sokovia Accords a thing after Civil War? Is is that is that still around? I, I never figured it out. And why is it that they have to hide uh Bucky? Like he is the king of Wakanda. He signed the Sokovia Accords. I'm sure Wakanda is uh is uh, a part of the the governing body of the Sokovia Accords he could be like hey I've taken uh, Bucky prisoner and we're keeping him here for rehabilitation like kind of thing yeah I think they had to hide him because they have to hide everything in Wakanda that's fair like yeah like if if they were like hi Wakanda's gonna take him and we're gonna rehabilitate him the world would have gone yeah okay (laughs) yeah what is he gonna learn in the grass huts and, and stuff like that yeah it's the question at the end of the movie. Uh, with all due respect, your highness, what does a nation of like peasant farmers have to teach the rest of the world? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, even Everett Ross, when he's interrogating uh, Claw, and he's like, yeah, it's just textiles. Like, that's the, their main export kind of thing. And he's like, no, no, no. And then what's the, is it, what's the other thing? Is like, when... Killmonger is getting into the plane with uh, Claw. He's like, hey, just, you know, take us to Wakanda. He already knows where Wakanda is because obviously he gets there without Claw's help. Was the plan for him to always just go to Wakanda and like turn in Claw or kill Claw right there at the border? Ooh, that could have been turn him in or kill. Like, I think it would have been kill him at the border and just be like, here. Here's your here's the dead guy that you needed or wanted. But if it was kill him at the border, why did he shoot Claw's homie? I mean, that's just because he doesn't care. He just kills whoever's in his way. Like he even kills his own girlfriend. Like, yeah, like that that one. It's shitty, but I understand it. Where it's like, all right, you're gonna die one way or another because Claw's a madman. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and make it quick. So like, you don't. Sorry. Yeah, but this is how it's got to go. But like, if Killmonger hadn't shot the pilot, <laughs> all of that could have been avoided right there. Yeah, but that was because I, I think it's because like uh, Claw was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not taking you to Wakanda, and he, so he needs he needs him to go to Wakanda. So it's like, well, this is plan. It's time for Plan B. Like that's the way Killmonger works. It's 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 do that and then if that doesn't work go straight to plan B like it's it, he he make, has to make split decisions okay 
I'll accept it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, another wall of text from Malfoy here. Uh, the third act battle was really below the standard of the rest of the film set. I really felt the characters and politics were why this film excelled. Once the Marvel machine comes in to animate, it's clear which part he had to control over uh, the micro macro. If that makes any sense, I'm just reading it as it's said. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, and then like, in regard, oh yeah, go. I was just say if he's talking about just the the final fight scene between uh, T'Challa and Killmonger, like I understand, yeah, that doesn't look good. It looks very uh, rubbery animation, like when they're in the suits and they're fighting on the light rail and stuff like that. It doesn't look great, but I think the final battle scene between the warring tribes, like. I thought that looked good. Mm-hmm. I would agree on that. The, the, the suit fights are clunky. And that's the problem you have when you start doing the whole, Oh, my suit comes out from nowhere kind of thing. Like that's the, when, when you have it with, uh, you know, uh, Iron Man towards the end of Robert Downey Jr. Being Iron Man, like the suits don't look as real anymore. Cause they're not real anymore. They're not practical. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the practical suits. Yeah, they they look better. I mean, yeah, just, I mean, yeah they, they really do. It's almost there. <laughs> <laughs> um, then talking about Bucky, mm-hmm. uh, pretty sure T'Challa took Bucky as a gift to Steve at the end of Civil War. I'm pretty sure that Bucky being in Wakanda is in direct violation of the Accords. Okay. So, like, at the end of Civil War... Steve takes Bucky to Wakanda. Does Steve take Bucky to Wakanda? Yeah. If I remember correctly, he's like, you know, we know a place that's gonna... Or maybe Wakanda... Or, no, T'Challa's like, I know a place that we can can take him kind of thing. So, Mm -hmm. the the three of them go together to Wakanda. Okay. If I remember. Sorry, And uh, in regards to Claw getting got, uh, Malfoy says, I was under the impression he had to get Claw as far as Claw was useful to him, and then it was lights out. So again, I kill the bus driver. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah. That, that. Yeah, and then unfortunately, it's, it's getting rid of another villain, though. So, And I'm sad about that, because you don't have to... Like, Claw doesn't have to be a big set piece for anything. He's just a dude in the world that's blowing stuff up. Yeah. Like, he, he's the agent of chaos that doesn't exist in Marvel right now. Like, doesn't exist in the MCU. That's fair. That's fair. Where yeah. You can have all the plans you want, <laughs> but you just happen to be doing a thing on the same day that, Gla- that Claw is trying to rob, like, a museum or a bank, or <laughs> he's just in town and he sees you messing with stuff and he's like, I know what I'm doing today. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was a, we can't have claw and I, obviously going forward, there's going to be tension between Okoye and her husband. Um, Nakia. I mean, how does, are we going to see more of her spying? Like maybe cause they kind of set it up that she was going to stay in Wakanda. Well, yeah, like, be the queen. That's, that's in the idea that, <laughs> you know, T'Challa is going to be around, and unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman's not going to be around. So, fair. Then, yeah. I, I mean, back. I'm sure Ryan Coogler's like, okay, let's let's see what we can do uh, story wise now. Like, what what are we what are we doing? Yeah, I think that it would be fair to say that she'll probably get tossed back out into the field, mm-hmm. and then she's just a. Uh, She's like the Wakanda Black Widow. Ooh, I like that. Like she might be our new Black Widow, like not like in title, but she might fill that role. She could be. She could. She definitely could. Um, I I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against that at all. No, not at all. Uh, I hope, and I can't see why we wouldn't, but I hope we have more Mbaku in the in the next uh, movie, and I think I have a really good place where that could work. Isn't he? I'm terrible with. I'm I'm just bad at villain names. Oh, is he a, a villain in normal comic? Yeah, I think he yeah. uh white ape. 
he might be like I, I know that they have a a character like a villain that's called that so that might be his character obviously they 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 do a lot with ape and gorilla with that tribe the mountain tribe so or maybe it's man ape or something like that uh yeah man ape okay is that whom and... looking yep yep so he's like mbaku is man ape yeah i mean which i normally yeah is the the villain to t'challa's black panther but i think that they've done something different with the with the character in the in the mcu so to speak just like they did different with the scrolls like they're not so much the enemy it's and, and it's more like he's a he's more about his people than he is about taking over wakanda and there's like this mutual respect that they have between each other by the end of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously you see him in in game, he's there to to fight. Like or he's he's there to fight in Infinity War, he's there to fight in Endgame. Mhm. So Cuz we all got to live on the planet, man. We all got to live on the planet and if Thanos is like, "Yo, half the planet's gone," then what if it's your half of the planet? <laughs> or, you know, if he's he, at the end he's like, "I'll just snap and Break it down down to the atoms and rebuild them the way I want. Um, Next time, go for the head. <laughs> uh, uh, Angela Bassett's character, uh, the Queen Mother, she gonna play a bigger part in the next movie. I think she's gonna have to. I think so too. Like, given the circumstances, I think she's gonna have to because we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Shuri in a bigger role. Mm-hmm. And who's gonna coach her through being a leader? Mm-hmm. through being like an ambassador through being the black panther yeah like it's gonna be your mom yeah that was a terrible voice crack <laughs> <laughs> so that's, where, that's where i think i'm going with it obviously in the next movie i think you have to go along with the storyline that's set in the comics of shuri becoming the black panther and she maybe in maybe the next challenge day she steps up to be the queen of Wakanda. Like it's a thing. Yeah. And maybe Umbaku challenges her. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Cause you don't really want to repeat of the first movie in that, in that way. Yeah. But I think that everybody rallies around her to, cause she's got the science down, right? Like science yeah. is, her thing. she knows how to make anything. But does she know, like you you put out, does she know how to be a leader? Does she know how to be uh, the queen? Does she know how to be an ambassador? So then you have uh, her queen, the the queen mother, her, her mother teach her that part. You have uh, Nakia teach her how to be a, a, a spy or spy crap and stuff like that. You I get would, a boy in there to teach her how to fight better. I would be okay with the next Black Panther movie being a training montage. I mean, I can see a big part of that movie being a training montage. Like, like, and there's, there's no, there's no meme, there's no sarcasm. I would be okay with that movie. You grab one of the like smaller villains, like one of the smaller bad guys, mm-hmm. and you make it, uh, you make it a domestic movie. There doesn't have to be anything big about it. There doesn't have to be anything like super crazy high stakes. Um, it's just one of those things. It's like, hey, there's somebody out there like doing not good things <laughs> darn yeah you know what i mean like it doesn't have to be anything crazy so you can spend the time setting her up to be like to to just to be the next black panther right and I'd, and maybe I'd be absolutely maybe, here for it maybe they don't do the storyline where t'challa is dead maybe they just have him you know, he's like, I just have to do stuff where I'm the king. Like, I have to do stuff that's on a global scale now. I can't be the Black Panther anymore. So he passes just that mantle down. Maybe, you know, T'Challa isn't dead, even though, unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman is. So if she doesn't have to do that, like, one of the other things, one of the things that I think you could do with uh, Michael B. Jordan is you make it so that she feels like, even though she can learn how to fight from Okoye. She needs that certain ruthlessness mm-hmm. that only Killmonger showed her. Like when he almost kills her on, uh, you know, up on the thing and she feels like she needs that. And she goes into the, that realm 
that you see the other kings because at one point he was a king of Wakanda. Yeah. So there's no reason why he wouldn't be there. And she, he, she's like, hey, I want to learn from you. I want to learn how to fight the way you fight. That'd be awesome. Um, two things for Malfoy here again, because he is all over this. I'm about this, dude. This, I mean, he's he, a topic you like. This movie, no kidding. Yeah. Um, he asks, would it be totally awful to open with T'Challa's funeral? No context needed type of thing. I think my, my response to that, I think it would be okay as long as it's tasteful. I, and I'm sure they, that they would do it tastefully. I just don't know if that's what they'd want to do. Like, I don't know if yeah. that to, you want that to reflect in this movie. Like it'd be, it, I could see the ups and I could see the downs of it. Like it's, it's going to be a way for all audiences to just be like, yes, we remember Chadwick Boseman and we loved him. But then also it's yeah. like, we, we kind of do a disservice to him by making his character go away. I feel that that, that makes a lot of sense. I think, I think the best way forward is to go with the like geopolitical play of, Hi, now that we know that you're Black Panther and this is what Wakanda is, you can't be both. Yeah. I think that's that's definitely the way that it and, and he's not he's not gonna have time to be both. Like yeah. it's you have the country to run and now you have this bigger thing that you want to do. You don't have time to be running around with the Avengers kind of thing. Yeah, but like the the biggest selling point for that, we've talked about it a couple times, is you're the leader of a whole country and you're out here running around with people making like world altering choices <laughs> and a dude that shoots arrows. Yeah. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on that UN floor when somebody goes, hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what is it? Like the, the representative from, I don't know insert country here just chiming in to say uh king t'challa what the hell yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are and why do you think you're better than us yeah <laughs> <laughs> um la uh, last thing from Malfoy here is i hope they don't just repurpose shuri to fit the plan they are they had already if she ends up being another t'challa i'm gonna be bummed out shuri has clear strengths maybe more espionage uh, take the reins where Cap left off for thrillers, but with more of a futurist lens. I I think that's I think that's absolutely correct. You can't just have him be have Zuri Shuri be a, another T'Challa. Like in that, it would be a terrible for Letitia Wright to have to do that. Like it should be her character that she's already developed and and made into something. Yeah, um, and Malfoy again. Um, said also T'Challa died in the snap last time so maybe the rhetoric here is we lost you once yeah that's true we lost you once we're not going to do it again so yeah. go be the king yeah you're right that, <laughs> that, that's the perfect in right there yeah or or out however you want to put it yeah now who from the Marvel universe that we have not seen in the MCU yet would you love to see in the next Black Panther movie Namer. Namer. Yeah. I like Namer. And I, I've been saying it. It should, because the last time Ryan Cooler talked about it, I think they, it was called Black Panther, the Two Kings or something like that. So that means to me, that either means Namer, because he's the king of Atlantis, or uh, Dr. Doom, because he's the king of Latveria. Like, what if that means those two kings are warring and, you know, Black Panther has to as as Wakanda has to pick a side because if you think about it like Atlantis is also supposed to be super like tech like uh, tech forward tech forward yeah which is going to be interesting because it's it's kind of a repeat of what we have with Wakanda already but they could definitely do it in a different way and Dr. Doom himself even though Latveria might not be super tech forward Dr. Doom is and his stuff is mixed with magic so what is a scientist like Shuri going to be like, well, how does that work? And he's like, Oh, well I did, I did some spells to do. And she's like spells. That's not real. Like magic isn't real. And then she gets introduced to Dr. Strange and, and Thor. And he's like, I'll okay. say, and that's, that's where, that's where strange comes rolling in. And he's like, hold on. 
<laughs> Let me talk to this man for a second. Um, I have a hard time. Like, I want Doom. I have a hard time accepting that Doom would be around because Strange has been so forward with, like, hi, I'm talking to everybody that could be a threat. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but look at, like, one, he could definitely do a whole, like, shield over himself the same way Wakanda did to, to hide true. him to hide his abilities true Two, when uh odin was just hanging out in norway like dr strange didn't go find him like i know it was only a couple days because the 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 home that he was put in just got crushed but like maybe because it's europe (laughs) like dr strange is like "Ah, i don't have to really worry about it right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that's that's the london sanctum's problem exactly <laughs> uh pep says it's a universe fold to introduce them they come in with the next wave of characters yeah so as we get into the next like wave of movies and shows whenever the hell that decides to come out I'm looking Ooh. at you disney plus <laughs> um I could see that, and I think if it is Doctor Doom, that's the perfect way to just go, hi, we have Doom, here's the Fantastic Four. Talk about it. I mean, wouldn't it be great to have uh, whoever's playing Reed Richards and Shuri's character just be like hashing it out over science? I want that. I want Pete there somewhere, though. Like, I, I need that interaction, even if it's like whatever the aftermath is from uh Whatever the next Spider-Man movie is called, yeah, was didn't we didn't we say homesick? I think we said homesick. I was trying to remember what, what we called it. So, whatever the the aftermath is from this whole like murder allegation, um, <laughs> if he gets a job with uh, like a like an internship or something with Reed, then he could just be like, "Hey, uh, we got to go to this tech conference thing in Wakanda. Uh, here we go." And he just takes Pete with him because he's the ultimate. You can plug him in anywhere. Yeah, true. He's so like, he's, he's a a strong enough character to stand alone, but he's also just benign enough to just kind of like exist wherever you want to put him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they just like, and he's there. Then you get, Reed Richards, you get Shuri, and you get Peter all talking about tech stuff in the same room where it's just like, oh, what about this? Oh, that'd be so cool. What about this? Uh, I, w- I want to be down, but I don't think the math works out. Like, <laughs> I want that conversation where everybody's just like nerding over something and everybody else in the room is so lost. <laughs> just for somebody to be like, are you done? And Pete looking, go, I was once told by a smart man that tried to kill me, never apologize for being the smartest man in a the room. There you go. I mean, he <laughs> did try to kill me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh okay so I I mean I guess it's to that point it, it, I think it's your turn to ask All right hey Mitch um if you could recast anybody in this movie to be Tom Cruise who would it have been <laughs> I mean I feel like you have to do I mean even though I would never I would never take out Andy Serkis from this role I think that's the that's the role right like Tom Cruise has to play Claw in the, all the eccentricities. I can't say that word right now. <laughs> Pep's upset. <laughs> <laughs> See, because um, when we were doing Ultron, that's who we had said would be Tom oh, Cruise. We? I mean, it yeah, made... we. So it just makes sense that we keep it, <laughs> that we keep it uh, like straight across. But Pep's really upset because he has to be he has to be Martin Freeman's character because he flies a plane. Oh my God, you're right. He's right. That's <laughs> right. Yep. I mean, he wouldn't let anybody else fly a plane. Like, it's no. just, he, he would jump and they would be like, dude, it's not a real plane. And he's like, it's, no, I'm flying the plane. And it's like, all right, my bad. <laughs> oh, no, no. Malfoy says, he says, uh, the pilot is obvious answer, yes, but no, it's the dead pilot. He plays the guy that gets shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oz friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have been good. I, I would have been good with either of those two. I think those are the only two that you could recast him as in this movie. Yeah. 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 
essentially. <laughs> he could have been some random UN person. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a waste of budget, though. Yeah. So so is the dead pilot. Like that's also a waste of budget. And there was no there was no perfect running form from the from the dead pilot. So yeah, that's right. So uh, if you um, go with uh, that, that that's definitely what what it is that would be the perfect place for him. Like yeah, one of those characters. And I was gonna say that the the pilot guy was definitely someone that um uh uh is i've seen him in other things that actor i've seen that actor in other things all the time like he has big talking roles and he's usually a bad guy but like in this he has absolutely no lines of dialogue he's just there i would have also liked to have seen that guy be um uh steven seagal (laughs) i don't know why i just i i think that he could have been steven seagal that, okay. that particularly that particular henchman um but like 20 years ago steven seagal yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's neither here nor there though i get that uh, <laughs> okay um i think we talked about it a little bit with uh who we want to see uh from the mcu show up in the next one mitch you said that you had a prediction of where these characters are going to show up next like that's where right. killmonger yeah. was going to show up yeah that's what i was gonna, my killmonger was him showing up in the afterlife in that that realm oh where he, okay he gets trained by him in that in that realm like i think that would oh. be that's how you get michael b jordan and killmonger back my head went in a completely different direction okay so what, what was I, your prediction? Because I didn't think you, you actually got it because what we were talking about had absolutely nothing to do with my prediction i thought that he was going to show up in loki Oh, that's interesting. Because do like have have uh, Killmonger show up in Loki, and they just kind of like goon around together for a little bit, like whatever. <laughs> um, but you could also explain the uh, vibranium heist that Claw pulled with Loki. Oh, you know what else would also be kind of cool? Uh, because um, Zemo, like before Civil War, was yeah. the this uh you know uh, what what is it called mercenary or at least you know he was army like sokovian army or something like that right mm-hmm. like uh, straight up like they could have had missions together before civil war and that could yeah. be the, the winter the falcon winter soldier show where the two of them like he has memories of of fighting with killmonger i'd be absolutely here for it he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be another standalone big bad but mm-hmm. I think that they are robbing us of an amazing performance and a good character by having just like one and done them. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How do, I, how do I get a job on the creative board for this to go? No, we're not doing it again. I see. I say you just walk over to the Marvel studios office and just like, don't even knock on the door and ask, just, just go sit in the boardroom and act like you belong there. That's exactly how it happened. I'll put on a suit. Yeah. I'll, I'll put on like a nice suit and just like walk in and go, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, business, mm-hmm, Marvel, Marvel movies, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm new here, but the way that we've been handling our villains is all wrong. <laughs> Don't even uh, say I'm new here. Just be like, the way we're handling our villains is all wrong. And <laughs> make big, bold statements. And point across the table, damn it, Stevenson, this is the last time you get to write anything or have any say on how we treat our villains. <laughs> My name's not Stevenson. It. it is now. <laughs> yeah, because I got rid of Stevenson. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> you don't want to be him. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, David. All right, David, pack up your stuff. You're out. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chad, have any uh, last thoughts on Black Panther? So we can wrap up. <laughs> Malfoy said Steven Seagal but when he gets shot and the effect goes off he neither acknowledges nor pretends to die he simply yawns and walks off set (laughs) I could see that (laughs) I'd be here for it Um, I think I think we're good so Mitch when they're not here listening to us talk about this kind of stuff where where can they find you you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M, G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. And if they're not here right now on our live stream, where can people find you, Ian? 
hey gang, if you're listening to this after the fact, come be part of the conversation and be part of the fun over at twitch.tv slash emflex. We record on Wednesdays, so come be a part of it. And uh, yeah, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I too am on Twitter at emflux12. That's I-A-N-F-L-U-X. The number's one, two. Perfect. The rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, geeklymedia.com. Please check out our Patreon. Like, go and see all the exclusive material that we have there. It's so much. Look like you were about to say. I was going to say, Chad, if you don't go and look at it right now, uh, I will fight you. And, and uh, you know, it's it. There's just there's 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 a lot of bonus material that we we create just for the the Patreon that uh, I think a lot of people would enjoy and uh, if they if they had the opportunity. But please, if you're listening to this as a podcast, whatever podcatcher you use, rate and review us so that it helps spread the word of our network for others to enjoy. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geekly Media Network, saying always remember to. Geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.